0: Hello. Hello, is this Tim? It is. Hey, Tim, it's Sean Patrick from WMGM Radio in Atlantic City. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for taking some time out, my friend. Of course. My pleasure. Uh, First off, I want to touch on because I was reading a little bit about this. I know you guys do this, you might do it every single year. Those St. Paddy's Day shows in Boston, and I know you streamed it this year. How much fun are those to play?
1: They they are a lot of fun. It's like, uh, you know, we do it every year, and it's Pretty much like the one time a year that we're around town playing. So that's when like all of our family and friends can come out and see us and stuff. The uh, the only downside is that all of our friends and family want to come see us, so it's a lot of uh, so it's a lot of, of juggling names and stuff, and then you get a call on your phone, you know, ten minutes before you go on stage, going, "Hey, I'm outside. They don't got my tickets." <laughs> and, but that is it's such a it's such a great part of it. We we love coming home and getting to play those shows every every March.
0: Well, you were around our town here in Atlantic City last October. The This Machine record and tour, great show. We had a chance to be the presenting station so it was a lot of fun. Talk to me a little bit about the decision to make an acoustic record and tour the acoustic and was it different playing a normal dropkick show or tour adjusting to being acoustic?
1: Yeah, it's definitely different when we were doing the the idea of doing the the Woody Guthrie collaboration as like an album thing has been around for a while you know, shipping up to Boston is a Woody Guthrie lyric and then there's another song that we put on uh, the album Blackout called Gonna Be a Blackout Kind. That's also a Woody Guthrie lyric. So that's when we sort of like established the relationship with the Guthrie people in the early 2000s. And we always talked about doing um, other songs or, or a full album's worth. And in fact, when we started working on this, we were just kind of uh, approaching it as we would any other Dropkicks record and then sort of had to think about it for a little bit. And, and we were like, well, every, you know, all, all of Woody Guthrie's songs were played on acoustic guitar anyways, so uh, maybe we could do an acoustic thing. And then um, that became a lot about you know sort of challenging ourselves to to come up with with a way to present this acoustic album and not have it be not have it sort of pale in comparison to to the other records because they're all you know crushed with electric guitar and that and that sort of thing so that was a whole lot of fun, like going in the studio and, I mean, obviously we worked everything out ahead of time, but, but, uh, you know, going into the studio and in the practice space and really, really figuring out how to make the most out of, out of approaching things acoustically like that. And so it was a, it was a great, it was a great amount of fun for us to do and, and, uh, and certainly a learning experience, um, you know, once we got in there to record everything. And then the tour afterwards, you know, we felt like we, we, we owed it to this material to sort of present it how it was meant to be presented on a tour, knowing that it's not something that we would that we would do very often in general. And uh, and so we did that whole fall acoustic tour, and that was a blast. And and again, a bit of a learning curve uh, leading up to that one, where we're sort of in the practice space every day, like really trying to figure out how to make the songs come alive in a, in a concert setting, and then also how to take some of our old songs and sort of make them uh into acoustic songs that could that could stand with the uh, the guthrie stuff we were drinking. so it was a blast
0: and it worked i i'm telling you that was my first dropkick murphy show i know shame on me oh nice it was really cool to sit back and watch it and uh no you definitely definitely pulled it off and it leads us to uh the next record and you continue interpreting the work of woody guthrie kema rising is that how you pronounce it Okima. Okima. Okima Rising, coming out on uh, May 12th. So uh, continuing the the collaboration with the lyrics and and the writings of uh, Woody Guthrie, talk to me a little bit about this record and what we can expect.
1: Yeah, so when we went into the studio to record, uh, we had a good amount of songs in total. We ended up recording 21 songs, I think. And so I think... uh, we were excited about the possibility of, of doing another another records worth. You know, a lot of times we go into the studio to do an album and we have songs left over, but nothing ever comes of them really. Sometimes they'll they'll sort of exist on a B side compilation or something like that, but uh, you know, more often than not, those songs just sort of I don't know they just kind of get get tucked away. And um, so we were so happy to that we had enough stuff for two albums worth. And so yeah, that'll be that'll be the second batch of songs that we did, and by no means did we like front load all of the good ones onto the first one and then these are the remainders that's right that that's not the case at all but but it is a little bit of a different feel like uh, it is um, you know it's the acoustic stuff like the first one but I would say this one is a little more like normal dropkick stuff as far as the uh, Irishy songs and, and things of that nature so you,
0: you mentioned this earlier about I'm shipping up to Boston I was yesterday years old I found out that was penned by Woody Guthrie I know right I had no idea obviously People got to know the song really well with The Departed. How does Dropkick Murphy's end up in a uh, Scorsese movie? I
1: haven't. The foggy's a dumb luck, <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean, the what I had heard, and maybe somebody told me this because they knew I was a band fanatic, but uh, I had heard that Robbie Robertson initially made Scorsese aware of the song, uh, which is incredible. So they were working on *The Departed*, and and I'm sure you know that lined up pretty well with it and, thematically. And um, and so we were told at one point, our manager told us. I think uh, we were we were on the road, and our manager told us that uh, a song of ours may or may not be used in an upcoming movie that's coming out. And then I think we were over in in the UK at the time, and the trailer was released. We saw that not only was it you know a, that. Scorsese movie, but, but the cast, I mean, every, every person's face that came on the screen, we were like, what is going on? And then they used they used the song in the trailer. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't even believe it.
0: Well, let's uh, fast forward to a little less than a month from now. You're going to be doing the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. We are the exclusive radio station. We're we're teaming up with the good people, a good time tricycle, and Ocean Casino Resort. You're headlining on June third. I mean, we talked about the St. Paddy's Day show in Boston, but have you ever actually played a beer festival?
1: Oh yes, we played <laughs> a number of beer festivals. Nice, and they're always. They're always a great time the 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 show sometimes depends on uh how early the doors open uh you know we've we've played some shows where we go on at nine o'clock at night at a beer fest and the doors have been open since 10 o'clock in the morning so gets a little it gets a little hairy at that point but um uh yeah we've we've certainly done we've certainly done our fair share of them yeah
0: nice well there won't be that much time these are four hour sessions you're going to be playing outside with the skyline of atlantic city it'll be the daytime so you will see see all the drunk faces crowded near the stage it's it's gonna be an experience uh, you played indoors in AC last year this is going to be a whole nother experience for you
1: that's gonna be easy. Great, sure.
0: Cannot wait. So I was looking. Uh, you, of course, you got the new record coming out May twelfth. I see all summer you're going to be touring all over uh, the world. You're going to be everywhere. Is that a tour that's just going to continue into 2024?
1: Yeah, we, uh, you know, we really, as a band, we put out albums to facilitate more touring. I mean, really, that that's what it is. It just kind of gives us more songs to play live. And so, yeah, we will, we will always and forever be out, be out on the road playing. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what we got going. Going on coming up in 2024, but uh, but you can rest assured that we're going to be doing our normal thing.
0: Nice, and you celebrate the new record on the 12th, and I see you got a you got a birthday coming up on the 13th. Correct
1: that's absolutely right.
0: That's a big birthday, right? So my birthday's the next day on May 14th. I got a few years on you, but happy early oh, birthday. Oh, nice. Thank you very um, much. You too. Maybe we'll have to celebrate a birthday beer at, at Beer Fest when you're in town here in AC. Uh, the other thing I want to touch on before I let you go, man, your start with the band was selling merch. Is this true?
1: It is true, yeah. The first tour I did, yeah, I was like brought out as the basically like the helper to the merch guy. I knew, I, I mean, I, I I was brought out really because I knew how to. To play a bunch of different instruments, and I think Ken and the the fellas were possibly thinking about asking me to join the band. But a big part of being on the road is can we hang with this guy? And so I think uh, giving me a grunt job like second in command to the merch guy uh, for three months outside on the Warp tour, where you know I'm up at 7 a.m. every day and and go to sleep at about midnight. Uh, I think it was it was it was sort of a trial by fire. And they're like, if this kid can keep his head on straight during this, then He's, he's okay. Um, so, so so yeah, that's indeed how it started. And um, I would play like a song or two um, during the set, and then I would run back to the to the merch table and fling shirts the rest of the day. And I was ha- I mean I was happy to do it. I had I had played in bands for a long time, relatively speaking, for a long time at that point, and had done like small tours and stuff. But I had never done any real like significant touring. So that was the first time that I got to to really do that, and uh, and it was it was great. It was a great experience.
0: That's awesome. So when you finally get the call that they want you to join Dropkick Murphys, did you think twice? Uh, did you have to think about it, or was it immediately you're in?
1: I mean, it was it was tough because I was in college at the time. I come from a family. Uh, my brother and I are very musical and, and love music. And my parents listen to music, but like your average person listens to music, you know. So they they you know, like I said, I've been playing ban- in bands a lot and stuff. But but they had sort of. As much as I loved it, they had sort of made it clear to me, like, we'd love for you to finish school and then you can kind of do whatever you want. So this, this opportunity came, you know, like the second semester of my junior year of college. So I still had some, you know, a year and a half to go. And, uh, so it did take, uh, it did take some real thinking about. But, but I mean, at the end of the day, I knew what an opportunity was. And I knew I really wanted to do it. The only thing that I was uh, afraid of was disappointing my parents, you know? <laughs> You know, luckily, they, uh, the band is and always has been a very familial thing. Like, our crew guys are with us forever, and and, um, and it's a very family-oriented thing. So it didn't take long for my parents to realize that uh, that I was in good hands out there.
0: We got the new record on May 12th. Uh, I already forgot. O- Okima Rising? Okima Rising. Oh, no, I got it. it. Well, I remembered. And then, well, you're celebrating birthday number four zero on May 13th, so happy early birthday. 41, actually. For, oh, 41. Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't take in consideration. See, I remember the name of the record, but I can't remember your age. So, <laughs>
1: but how do you... I'll take 40 at this point.
0: You and me both, my friend. Looking forward to June 3rd. You're going to be here at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival here at Baderfield Outdoors. It's going to be a blast. We cannot wait for it. So we will pass the info along with the new record. Beer Fest, we're going to get as many people there, and I look forward to seeing you here in Atlantic City in June, my friend. Awesome. Me too. We can't wait. We'll see everyone there. Take care. All the best, and be good. All right. Have a good one, man. Thanks.